Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. Hello there, Scoob Believer. Hey, if you're anything like me, I am just so tired of going from screen to screen to screen trying to figure out my analytics for all of my social medias and trying to figure out where I can put any and all my energies to get as much reach as I can. Well, I think I've finally found the solution. Elementary analytics. That's right. Elementary analytics. Now at a single press of a button, I can see all my social media analytics from Google to Twitter to Facebook, all my important information all on one screen, all on one screen. Can you believe it? And if you really needed to, you could print charts for any possible meetings you might have. If you want to learn more about this amazing program, go to tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial with no credit card needed. That's tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial. Try it right now and see what it can do for you. Undiscovered Entrepreneur, episode number sweet 16. Doesn't get much more cliche than that. Welcome to the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Hello, Scoob Believer, and welcome to amazing number 16, episode 16 of The Undiscovered Entrepreneur. And it's me, DJ Scoob. <laughs> coming at you with whatever device you happen to be listening to. Well, today is going to be a very special episode because we're going into the medical field. That's right. We're talking to a gentleman who just started a new type of business in the medical field. And what he's doing is actually very interesting. He's actually working out plans, head of time plans, to help combat things like memory loss and diabetes and other long-term diseases that can really affect you, not just right now, but later on in life, if the plan is thought out correctly, will definitely extend your life longer. And that's really what it's all about, is extending your life so you live a happier, more healthier life. So getting into this an extraordinary field, we're going to travel all the way to Pakistan and talk to Hassan. Let's take a listen. Salutations, Scoob Believers, and we are here again with another amazing, brand spanking new entrepreneur. Today, we're here with, how do you say your name, Hassan? Hassan. Okay, how are you doing? 
I'm, I'm doing great. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. Now, I have a really, really serious question to ask you first. Are you ready? Absolutely. Are you a school believer? I am 100%. All right. Yeah, all right. We have our next school believer. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay. So what I'd like you to do for me is just tell me a little bit about who you are, what your actual entrepreneur adventure is, and how long you've actually been doing it for. Uh, I'm Hussain Tariq. Uh, I'm a pharmacist by profession. I graduated a couple of years ago. And uh, I started this company uh, three or four months ago. We, we started in December 2022. And uh, so far, th- things have been interesting. All right. That's great. That's awesome that you're just getting started. I, and you're in the medical field. And I'm really big about the medical field because they really pretty much predict our future and how things, how humanity is going to go as far as being able to heal ourselves and, and elongate our lives, which is amazing. That's always a good thing. So tell me, what actually made you start this? I mean, you said you're in the pharmaceuticals a little bit, but what actually was the catalyst to get you started in the medical field? Uh, well, I think I always had interest to know more about uh, anatomy and physiology, this kind of subject. So it was just like, you know, uh, when I choose this field, it was like from a bit from heart. Uh, but uh, trying to start this venture, it has been like a very long journey of for so many events that I even couldn't control or, you know, there's so much personal narrative to it. I lost my father back in 2020, uh, back in 2013. He was lifelong diabetic and we lost him in three days. He had cardiac episode and we, we just lost him. So when, when I did my graduation, I was very much interested to go into forensics and I did for a while, but you know, the agency couldn't let me work. And then I did a job in as research and development analyst for a while. And then I started reading books and I was like, I'm going to take this business. So it was like, uh, what what would be the most impactful thing that I would be giving my time to or, you know, trying to be part of something. So in healthcare, we have like such a big gap in Pakistan. So I, I just wanted to do something that could, uh, like that could take care of a disease in the long run. Because uh, when we lost my father, we didn't like, we, we sort of anticipated that this could happen, but we didn't know what to do. Uh, so it's, it's like a problem that could happen in like 15 to 20 years. So you don't need a solution that is like uh, that is sufficient for one day, or you don't need a good diagnosis or good medicines for one day or for one week. It's going to go with you for like long, long, long time. So what we do is that we try to develop a timeline of risk factors uh, when when we treat a patient. So it's like we when we treat a patient, it's like we try to plan their future from 2022 to 2026 or 2028, whatever the clinical information we have. And we really try to scope well on our ambition of saving a life, a human life. So it's it's the, it's a very personal narrative. It's like I really want to make an effort in trying to save save a life. It could be my friend, it could be someone I know, and it could be you know someone we are dealing with in a professional setting. That's amazing. You know, a lot of the entrepreneurs that I talk to always go through something personal in their lives that kind of start them on their entrepreneur adventure whether it be a family member that passed away like you or just something that they read in a book, something very personal to them that say, hey, this is really what I want to do. Just a minute ago, you talked about saving lives. And that's really important in what you're doing and and what we do in humanity. So can you explain to me how you're actually doing that with your company and what you're actually doing to save lives? So yeah, that's a very wonderful question. Uh, We we are an emerging startup in medicine, uh, intelligent industry. 
So every telehealth industry in the world offers consultation or sales medicines online, right? So, so what we try to preach about is that the world is not short of good diagnostic, diagnostic abilities or diagnostic facilities. You need to have an infrastructure that ensures you are going to be fine in a span of 10 years, 20 years, right? So what we do are, if we are treating a patient who is diabetic and who, who is only 35 years old, we try to plan their future, for like next 10 years, 20 years, what worst could happen. We anticipate that and then we draw interventions. So that's how we try to save a life. We, we don't treat it at the moment. We try to, we, we, we treat it in the future. We will like run two timelines, one from like future, uh, present to future, and others from uh, future to present. So when we when I say that we run a timeline from future to present, we are already considering the complications. So we we set a bit of interventions and a bit of checkpoints that at this point, let's say uh, 12, 12 months from now, we are going to check this thing for you, uh, only to make sure that you don't end up there. So let's say we are treating a seven-year-old uh, a kid that is coming from a family who has some lungs kind of condition and the kid has some breathing issues. So we know for sure that the kid might have some asthma kind of thing. So we try to plan their future, like suppose treating that in 2022. Okay, what would be when they were 14 year old? Okay, 2029. What is the worst thing that we can save them from? So it's that kind of thing. We are trying to save life and even we're trying to improve our experience of health. But it's very ambitious thing to do. It is. It really is. That's amazing. So basically what you're doing, if I'm understanding you right, is you're goal setting for these people so they understand where they're going to be and what their uh, body is going to be doing possibly in the next 5, 10, 20 years. That way you could set them up. This is real people. You could set them up for success so they the diabetes or whatever is going on with them doesn't overtake the rest of their lives. And that's, yeah, that's amazing. Absolutely. I really wish, I really wish we had that. Uh, when my, uh, father-in-law, he passed away cause he stepped on a tack and he didn't know he was diabetic and he lost both of his legs and then his life. So I understand exactly where you're coming from. And I really wish we had that for him cause it, things might've been different. So I'm going to transition to a little bit different question here, but thank you for all that great information. So can you tell me a little bit about your adventure and maybe some pitfalls or problems that you had getting your company started? Because I know it's only been a couple of months since it's actually been, but everybody always goes through possible pitfalls or problems. So what have you experienced in that aspect at this point? Well, I have befriended insomnia. So that's the first to go with. So the thing is like what we are trying to do, we are trying to use artificial intelligence and we don't get to, we are going to be a technology company, but you don't get to develop your technology all, all, all at once, you know, once in a week or maybe in a span of like two weeks to one month or two. No, you don't do that. But you have to find your relevance with the market. And once you once you try to think along those areas, it becomes very difficult for you to survive in the market. One of the most challenging things for us, uh, because we, we are a technology-based company, we are um, to raise the round, it has been good challenging for us. And the other thing is that we have been offered some partnerships and you know to decide whether to do it alone or whether we have to partner up with some other company to provide our services. It's a very challenging area because with the partnerships, you know, you really try to think, okay, what once my technology is completely developed, what would I do? How would I exit from that partnership? So that becomes very challenging. And uh, we couldn't do those because, you know, it was more like a society kind of thing. 
uh, we didn't have a nice exit plans from those and ever more like, you know, we'll be compromising on our future, both short-term future and long-term future and both like, you know, the product development. So, you know, at a time when you're trying to stand and someone is offering you a shoulder, a hand, and you are just saying, no, I'm going to do it my, on my own. It's very challenging. And especially if you are going to avoid the funding guy, if you are going to be patient with the funding phase for your startup, then you have to have different things, you know, in place or in motion to bootstrap your operations. And I think for, for any, any company who's technology-based or any company who's trying to bring a new innovation, you have to get into the heart of your consumers first before you are going to get into their pockets. So you have to find your relevance, you know, whatever niche you're trying. So that's a bit challenging for us. But we, I think we are doing okay. Yeah, it sounds like you got to, I mean, it is a challenge, but it sounds like you've already kind of worked things out to where you know how to overcome that challenge. Yeah, when it comes to partners, and if you're going to partner up with anybody or anything like that, you really kind of have to understand what you're getting into and where you're coming from. That way, you know, if you do need to have an exit plan, you do have that put out and everybody understands is on the same page as how that exit plans work. If you get into somebody that doesn't quite understand how it's going to work or they're really not willing to work with you, then it's probably a good idea not to go with those people. So, yeah, always trust your gut when it comes to something like that and understand how people work and what they're thinking is and make sure that you're a good fit. Were you going to say something? No, I'm, I'm really okay. trying you know, what to <laughs> Okay. So I you've come a long way in your life so far from where you just kind of start with the pharmaceuticals up until now. But in that time, have you had any influences or people that you look up to or people that help you move forward in your entrepreneur adventure? Can you tell me about that? When I graduated, I really went on a long marathon of reading, you know, really I read so many great things. And if if I could talk about it for a minute, I would say, you know, I, I, I find Henry Ford, uh, is really, he was really a great entrepreneur of his time and automobile industry, you know, the revolution that he brought are the commercial principles that he he sort of like, you know, set a bench for. Uh, then I I find Steve Jobs, you know, his closeness for, you know, designing great products and then you know, sticking to your vision. Gates is so great. Uh, Amazon, if you study, you know, the early days of Amazon are the kind of tone that they sent, you know, at the time that, you know, internet was very new and the kind of kind of experimentation for the consumers that they wanted to do, especially with only one product that they own. They, they, they specialized in only one thing. And, you know, that was very bold and that was very wise kind of thing to do at the time. Uh, Elon, his first company, is really, you know, that tells you a lot how to start a venture. Zuckerberg is so great, you know, especially in a great company in the world when you are only 19 or 20 years old, you know, starting a revolution. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I don't have like one, but I do have like multiple people to look at and look up to. And uh, I don't think that's like a very good thing for me at the moment, because obviously we're starting from scratch. But, you know, to read uh, about these people are the kind of impact that they have left you know, from the previous century to the upcoming future of humanity. I mean, that's very great. It's just like, you know, when you're having a bad day, you just look up to those people and you're like, OK, I'm going to push on. <laughs> There you go. That's the way to, you know, it's, it's funny how um, we as entrepreneurs even have virtual mentors. These aren't people that we actually are constant contact with or not in contact with at all. I mean, if anybody could get a haul of email must let me know, but I mean, these are people that we look up to, even though we are not physically in contact with them. And it's, it's amazing how, like for me, 
and my podcasting and my entrepreneur venture, uh, Pat Flynn is my guy. And he's the guy I look up to to learn from and to see what he's doing and get inspiration from the, the things that he puts out. And you have some great, I mean, those names, Steve Jobs and Henry and all that, just amazing people to look up for. So we really appreciate that. And I, I think the one thing that actually strikes me as well is you're in, um, you're in Pakistan, right? Yeah. 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 It's amazing to me. Even in Pakistan, they're looking up to like jobs and, and Musk and things like that. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be just like in one area or even one country. It's around the world where these names can be known. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could walk up to, to a, a gentleman here and say, hey, do you know who Elon Musk is? You know, there's a good percentage of people that's going to say yes. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's really great. So um, I know you're just getting started. And like you said, just a couple of months in. But when will you know you've made it? When will you get to that one point where you say, this is exactly where I wanted to be. This is really what I was hoping for in my life. Can you explain that to me, what that would be for you? Uh, so, yeah. Okay. So, what normal chance that, you know, you go to a doc, you own, you're only offered a consultation, you know, that and long, maybe one week, two weeks, we all up. So, what we are trying to do, we are treating diseases of organs, heart, lungs, kidney, brain, and then diabetes and virus. So, in our portfolio, we have around 14 to 18 diseases. So, what if we apply a futuristic approach and a totally innovative approach? What it we, we really have some milestones, and I think treating 10,000 people per disease of each body organ would be a great goal for our story. And then we will say, okay, now we have treated sufficient people. I know we are just starting out. And also to complete our technology, because, you know, our uh, the kind of unique selling point are, you know, the, the competitive advantage that we have with other companies who are doing so great in the market is that one is, is the basis of infrastructure and second is on the basis of technology and third is on the basis of pricing model. So if you have given so many consultations like suppose 10,000 units of each disease, it means that you have scratched you know, the surface and the people who are trying to buy your products are trying to be trying to connect with your products and you know you have a brand and know you have a name. So that time I could be, I, I could relax a bit, you know, I could say, okay, we, we have done something, but, but it's, it's a long way to, to be honest. It's always long. It's never a short game for any kind of entrepreneurship, no matter what you're doing. So, but once you actually get there, all that hard work pays off at the end and you can reap the benefits at the very end. So that's great. That's yeah. I think by then we will have great medicines for migraine because I think I'm going to, I'm going to get migraine for every night till we yeah, get there. there. <laughs> all right. That's cool. All right. So Let's 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 do a little mind thing here. If you happen to say talk to somebody or run into somebody that wants to have the same entrepreneur adventure as you or or similar, it doesn't have to be exactly the same. What what steps would you tell them to take? Where where would you have them look? Where would you have them go? Wow, uh, it's like you know telling myself, Mister Mister. Um, I would I would say that you know rich time. Really, really do it. Mm. Uh, uh, we are in a very saturated market, and we have very, very thin competitive advantage. We don't, we don't have like quite great area for the advantage. So you have to believe in yourself, and you have to be very logical, and 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 then you have to execute very fastly. You have to like, you know, you have just try, try everything. 
everything. Like, don't think much, you know, just execute as far as as fast as you can. But, uh, you know, build on the basics. Your basics has to be very strong. And then everything will be you know, taken care of. But, yeah, try to execute as fast as you can. That's the only advice I think any entrepreneur would want to give to the other entrepreneur. Because it's it's I think the industry is more about experimentation and it's more about innovation. And innovation doesn't come out like trying on one thing. It's like trying tons of things, you know, and all at once. And, you know, just trying to see a balance and equilibrium in the equation. So you have to leverage your time because if you are not paying attention to everything, if especially if you're a founder or like if you're running the company or if you're in a very key role, then you're going to mess up big time. And, you know, even regret would not be enough to deal with that. All right. That's some good advice. Execute now. Don't start, don't wait. Execute now. I like that. And that actually goes right into uh, something that I always like to say, and it's actually my tagline. And I got it from my, I tell the story all the time. I'm sorry. Uh, I got it from my six-year-old son who said, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. And wow. yes. And to have that to come out of a six-year-old was really in, inspirational to me. And he's 15 now and he's in uh, high school and he still carries that with him every day to drive him to know he's doing it today. He's doing it now while we're thinking about it. So I always tell any entrepreneur that I come across when we talk about executing now and executing today. I always like saying that because that's really what it boils down to is, is getting that smallest viable product, that one little thing that you know you can execute and get out there and get ideas, learn from, fail, learn from that failure, do it again, and get to that final place where we want to be in our lives. So thank you so much for saying that. No, I love the mantra that you have, you know, that I am doing it. And I think coming this thing coming out of six years old, and, you know, I think that's very inspiring. It inspires me. That's good. Good. That's the idea. I hope so anyway. So you have something that's going on right now. It's just huge. And, I re- and I'm sure we all, you know, thank you for it. And we're really excited to see where this is going. But you, you, you can't keep this where you're at right now. You're in Pakistan. What? I mean, what are we going to do to get national expansion out of Pakistan and to, into the rest of the world? How, how are we going to accomplish that? Well, uh, it's like, uh, let's consider Pakistan as our primary arena, right? So when, uh, first, we have to perform where we are and we have to like perform at the national level. And we have like mass market for each number of diseases, like the diseases that I just mentioned. Diabetes, every third person here has diabetes. Every second person has the, uh, hypertension. Every third or fourth person has some heart disease. And people here are like, there are 2 million population who has epilepsy. So if I'm saying that we can reverse your disease or we can prevent you from the disease or we can save you in the future, it's like, ambitious goal first we have to try it on a national level we have to you know locally we have to try it and we have to treat number of patients for these diseases so once we have that product market fit in a global sector in a limited global sector like we come in a udc underdeveloped country and uh, once we really have proven it that okay this thing can work and we really sync well with technology and our technology is doing great then we can go into the international markets but there's a limiting factor like HIPAA is very, very, the market where HIPAA is operational, you can get there. In, in England, NHS is so doing so great. Canada healthcare is so wonderful. Gulf countries have their own kind of infrastructure. So how a company from here, Pakistan, can enter there? 
just like you told me that your father, when you lost him, you wish that you had this kind of structure. Mm-hmm. So what if we in those markets, we are going to enter in those markets only merit of our solution or only merit of our, of our proposed thesis, that, that kind of that solution that we have. And with the approach that we are trying with the infrastructure or technology here, I'm very confident that, you know, one day we could make it to them. Well, and also one thing, we, it's very especially in healthcare, because I know this industry very well. In healthcare, you cannot penetrate into an elite international country. You know, there are so many regulations and all these requirements. So what if you could provide that qualitative service, our value-added service, that way it would be much easier to with, uh, with, with the community of a totally different country, like Americans, just here. What if we could develop a time... But if you're diagnosed there and you, you have your own pharmacist there, you have your own cardiologist or whoever you are consulting. But what if we, we, we could still develop a timeline of your diseases or you know, your clinical information totally from a, a different place? We would still be uh, delivering you a great value and we could charge you for that. Like we, could, we, we can really come up... Uh, with a price model and, and and we can deliver a value on a commercial scale for masses to come, you know, whoever is the, whoever is diagnosed with the diabetes, regardless of the border or the territory or the time zone that they share. So that way, if we if we generally, if we work on a problem and you your solution is 100% great, then you can really be anywhere. So that that, that is how I think in a span of three, Two years, three years, we are like going to close those markets. And I'm very confident. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make sure that we get there. That's great. I do have a lot of international listeners. So uh, anybody that's looking to get into the market, I want to make sure you listen to that a couple of times so you understand the, the quite the possibility of how to actually accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. So thank you for that explanation. I really appreciate that. Can uh, oh, I add one thing? I was just reading a book, you know, it, it, it just says this is very important that if you have an electronic distribution medium for your product or service, then you are operating globally to a cons- to whoever is consuming your content. And if you put something on the internet, it's like it's like for everyone, right? So that way, you know, we could really, it's easy for us to enter into those markets or to relate with that audience uh, of any uh, time zone or of any territory if, if your solution is really clear. Thank you very much for letting me see. Yeah, yeah, Thank for you. sure. For sure. That's all great information. I want to make sure everybody kind of gets as much as they can out of this in case they want to do something like that. So that's awesome. So here's one of my favorite questions I like to ask, and I kind of stole this one. So sorry, everybody. What is the one question you wish I would have asked you, but I didn't? There's always one that I miss. So what's the one question you wish I would have asked you? Does time travel exist? Does time travel exist? Know. Uh, we'll have, that's a whole other podcast, my friend. You might have to think of something else. <laughs> well, I'm trying to give you that. You know, I, I want to be on your next pod, podcast as well because I love <laughs> it. You have great energy. Yeah. So, is there anything you can think of that that you hope, or you know, something that you wanted to answer, or a question that I didn't ask you but you'd like to answer? Uh, not at the moment. Um, I, I don't think I have. A, not at the moment. Okay, that's thank okay. you so much for it. Yeah, well, I just want to give you that opportunity. All right, so what I'd like to do now is give you an opportunity to kind of talk about your business 
find out, you know, tell us how we reach you. If we have any questions about what you're doing, this is your time to shine. Okay. So I'm going to give you a couple minutes. Okay. Ready, set, go. Okay. Uh, so uh, our company name is Sapiens in uh, S-A-P-I-E-N-S-I-N. Uh, so we, we have a website with the same name and we have a Twitter page with the same name and we are on LinkedIn, the same name. So if you are suffering from any disease of heart, lungs, kidney, or epilepsy or Alzheimer, and if you would like, like us to save your future or you know to plan the next 20 or 25 years of your life, we would love to deliver our services to the same website or you can find us on Twitter or LinkedIn. Okay, what's your Twitter? What's your, little, 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 I can't talk today. What's your Twitter handle in case anybody wants to get a hold of you? It's Sapiens One. Okay, and we're going to have that in the show notes. Um, I, all his contact information, I will definitely have the show notes. And I'm going to ask you one more quick question. And this is this is definitely one of my favorite ones. In six months, in six months, where do you see yourself in your company? I'm going to follow up with you in six months and see if you've reached these goals. So what are your, your goals for the next six months for you and your company? Okay, this is very confrontational, I think, and but I love I love it. Uh, we would love to develop our technology. We we are to run a couple of clinics, and uh, with the same team, we are going to provide online consultations. Uh, C, we are going to run community awareness programs. D, when you whenever you will look us up, you will see that uh, we we our clinics are different, right? Uh, all the time, a doctor, pharmacist, and nutritionist sees one patient under single one, one single fees. And then the patient goes to a totally different tab that, you know, where you where you track with the material that is relevant for the disease. It could be about disease. It could be about risk factors. It could be about how to use your medicines. So we are all, we're like operating like um, like an Apple store, you know, where you go and you you deal with the future. And the fourth that we are trying to, we, we're going to develop the content for our online consumers. And uh, we are going to do video diaries. We are, going to be, we are going to do consumer testimonials and we are going to do disease of the week or the case study of the week. Suppose if we treat a very challenging patient, obviously with their content or anonymously, we are going to share their clinical information just to showcase a case that, you know, we, we reverse this kind of thing or we do this kind of interventions. So we're going to be very much in the public light uh, as long as we, we, we are with our funding. But still, like I told you, and like I promised you, and like I told you that it was very challenging, it has been very challenging, we are going to be very relevant for them one. So let's catch up. That's, that's right. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and follow up with you in six months and see if we've reached those goals. Is that okay with you? Hundred percent. And if I if I get more minds of this kind of, if I do, if I complain any this kind of thing, you have to be okay with that as well. Absolutely. I look forward to you to meeting you in six months. All right. That's great. All right. Thank you, everybody. That was a great show. And uh, stay tuned for the follow-up. Thank you very much. It was just amazing to be able to talk with you and listen to what you got going. And we're going to talk to you in six months. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you very much for this great opportunity. I love your energy. And I'm a school believer. I love what you get, uh, the mantra that your kid has. Thank you. Very, thank you very much for having me on the show. All right. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, School Believer. Have a great day. (laughs) 
All right, Scoob Believer, that was Hassan. Hey, that was a very amazing interview to be able to talk with somebody all the way in Pakistan. That was just exciting. Um, one thing that really stuck out for me is uh, he really had a great idea to plan your life goals and to ex- figure out a way to extend your life, not just three or five year goals, but 20, 10, 30 years out to make sure that your health stays good. And if you have a health precondition, they use just an amazing AI program to be able to look into the future and see what it might look like if you are able to follow the steps that he's given you and help extend your life even longer. I really think that's amazing. And being able to do something like that is really great for humanity. Also, it was amazing to me that even though Hassan was in Pakistan, he still looks up to a lot of the same type of people that I do or a lot of other people do around the world. Like I said, if you were to ask anybody anywhere, like, do you remember who, do you know who Henry Ford is? Or do you know who Elon Musk is? A good chance that the people are going to know who that actually is, even in Pakistan or anywhere else. So if anybody wants to actually get a hold of Hassan and ask him any questions or want to know what he's all about, look into the show notes and uh, find his contact information at tuepodcast.net backslash episode 16. All right, and now a few side notes I'm going to go ahead and go over with here for just a second. Um, we are tallying up the votes for the language that I'm going to be speaking, and uh, we're going to see which language that y'all chose for me to start learning. And from here on out, either starting in the next episode or the one after that, I'm actually going to have recordings at the end of me actually doing the learning. So you'll hear me start to learn basic languages or the basic language that you chose for me and uh, see how that turns out. I'm really excited to be able to learn something new. Also, uh, I'm going to give you another little update on my adventure and putting together a speaking engagement for Chris Brogan. It looks like the season's starting to thin out now uh, as far as winter's going, and we're starting to get into spring, and things are starting to open up again. So I'm going to be looking into the uh, next Chamber of Commerce meeting so I could talk to some of the local places. And I'm still trying to get together uh, with BNI and try to get to one of their meetings as well, too. Um, unfortunately, a lot of their meetings are right in the middle of my work day between the two jobs. I might actually have to take some time off so I can actually do that. So I'm going to go ahead and arrange that. And we're going to see what that comes out to be. I'm still working on really hard on this, and I really want this to work out. And I'm also going to make a special announcement right here. A while back... There was a little girl at the restaurant that I work at getting basted, and she drew a picture for me. If anybody wants to see this picture, I'm going to be posting it on my Instagram. And my Instagram, I think this is the first time I've actually even talked about my Instagram. So uh, my Instagram is uepodcast2021, if you want to check that out. And I'm going to post that picture on uh, there so you all can see what it is. And I'm going to do this. Hi, Penelope. It's Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I hope you remember me from the restaurant. Thank you so, so much for the picture. I still have it with me right here next to me, and I always carry it with me because it's such a great picture. Thank you so much for drawing it for me, and you keep drawing and being an artist because I see some great things happening for you later on in life. So keep doing what you're doing and never stop drawing. Thank you so much, Penelope. All right, now if anybody wants to get a hold of me, Please contact me on my Twitter. That's 
at DJ Scoop. That's S-K-O-O-B 2021. And uh, if anybody wants to get a hold of me directly, you can get me there or you can email me at uepodcast2021 at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to see any of the resources that I have to offer, you can go to my website, which is tuepodcast.net. Go to my resources page, and there you will find everything that I've read. Well, just about everything I've read and all the resources for uh, programs that I use to keep my entrepreneur go- adventure going. And I'm still looking for reviews for my podcast and Spotify or iTunes, anywhere like that. If you could just leave me a, a review, five stars, any of that stuff that's going on, I would really super appreciate it. And uh, hopefully the next episode or two, you're going to start hearing me speak some different language. So anyway, thank you so much, Good Believers, for having me in your ear for this long a time. And uh, I will see you on the next episode. You'll have a great evening. Thank you. <laughs>